of King. Yeah, it's the return of J.I. What's it's good? J.I. the triumph, return of J.I. You're with us on uh, on Master Shake Theater, the Aqua Team Pod. Uh, it is good to be here another day in America. Uh, what's new with you, man? What? What? Uh, what asshole? Yeah. I say what asshole. I'm I'm just vibing. I uh, yeah, it's, it's been a real sticky wicket. Uh, yeah, just a to, ton of flux to the situation, right? Like a ton of fucking chaos. Yeah, like I uh, try to beat feet to the other side of town to uh, uh, make a secret squirrel phone call. That's something. So it's always like, you know, uh, you have to look to the one who benefits, and uh, I am the walrus, and uh, <laughs> and vi vi Lennon. Yeah, uh, people don't know this, but Ti the rapper is actually short for uh, Vladimir Ilyinov. <laughs> Vladimir Ilyich Ilyinov. He was just the, the, the he was silent. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's good lore. Um, Ti secretly. This is the this is the uh, the preferred narrative of this podcast. That Ti is secretly a uh, a Leninist. I love that. I I'm surprised there's like not more people who are like whenever people are like yeah, there's like lore to you know this this show or or podcast. You know, podcast is always kind of tongue in cheek, but like. I'm, I'm surprised there's not more people that are like, no, nah, like, my, Lord of my life is like, the United States was actually founded in uh, 1993. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just like, yeah. I know, this is, that's like their headcanon, you know, like they, they talk about history as if it's like very fungible. And it's like, yeah, no one really knows uh, when, uh, you know, uh, the country was founded, but you know, my headcanon is, is 1993 with the advent of Fruit by the Foot. Yeah, my 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 head canon is definitely that um, you know the country was founded in uh, in 1989 when they when they knocked down the Berlitz Wall. So nice, nice. That was with Taylor Swift, correct? Yeah, yeah. She Taylor Swift uh, single handedly got got head cannoned out of the womb and uh, knocked the Berlitz Wall directly down. <laughs> 1980. <laughs> I, I think that I actually think that yeah, Taylor Swift like was born like a few, like a couple weeks after the the Berlitz Wall fell. I think she was in December, so it's funny. So she's um, a Decemberist. Is that what you're trying to say? Definitely a Decemberist. Yeah, the Decemberists are uh, a proto Taylor Swift band. They're proto Swifties because holy you know, crap, <laughs> it's it's good. Nice. Yeah, um, we have. We have once again um, Scott Ian from Anthrax joining us today. Good to be I here. Yeah, I love that. Good to be Scotty here. Scott Ian, Anthrax. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about how how like how strange it is that most that most people like don't take bigger bigger and thicker liberties with uh, with creating lore and just like making their lore revisionist history, like. Uh, for me, America was founded in 1993 with the invention of fruit by the foot. <laughs> yeah, it's just my headcanon, man. It's my, it's my headcanon that like Barack Obama and Bill Clinton went to high school together. It's, it's my headcanon. 
you know, that's what I think happened based on this thing that happened uh, a few weeks ago when, when Hillary said something funny. The, uh, uh, the Constitution was written on just some fruit by the foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Using alphabet right. soup letters. Inalienable rights by the foot, dude. Let's go. <laughs> Let's um, go. No, um, I have been obsessed with that clip that has resurfaced on um, that crazy moments in American politics Twitter of Oh my god! Obama, of Obama reading the uh, Malcolm X uh, biography and him saying ribs and pussy too. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. It's just an excerpt of him doing a reading of that book in 1995. <laughs> it's just a clip of him going, "Yeah, yeah, I couldn't give up ribs, ribs and pussy too." <laughs> it's definitely a thing. Uh, um, so I've just been pretending that Obama actually invented pussy too. God. Is that like Hawaii part two? Yeah. It's like Ohio too. Nice. <laughs> yeah, which is a thing uh, that we we wanna we wanna know and we gotta know uh, regardless of whether we want to or not. Um, we are here today um, with Scott with Scott, Scott Ian Rosenfeld of, of Anthrax fame and, and the return of J.I. for uh, season two, episode 13, Revenge of the Trees. Uh, this this aired about a month after 9-11 in 2003, a.k.a. like October 12th, uh, 2003. Um, and that's a show lore. That's a fucking show lore right there. Yeah. That's, the, uh, that's both the editorial stance of Master Shake Theater and the editorial stance of Hate Files that 9-11 happened in 2003 and then nice. we've just been like collectively programmed to believe that it happened two years earlier so um yeah uh in this episode master shake learns learns about the environment when he is tried for crimes it's a really good sentence um he he finds out that dumping industrial waste in a forest is not a good idea um this is perhaps the funniest wiki stub uh yet i i've been appreciating how like how stilted and vague the wiki stubs are on this and this might be a best in class one um what do we think fellas well before we get into that uh, i just want to say to scott that i recently received a anthrax vaccine again and before i got it i told the 18 year old that's uh, administrating the vaccine that uh oh wow i really fucking love that band and he laughed uh, really hard, but still tried to stick me while laughing. And I was like, not laughing. I had to tell him to please give it a sec so he can recover himself. <laughs> and it's, it's not even a joke that I thought was funny. You know, it just, it's one of those jokes that just lands and you're like, this is a bullshit joke. As soon as you say it, it just like hits somebody. And I'm like, wow, I did a good, I did a good thing there. All right. Now we can talk about the talking trees. Love that. Love that for you. I love that for me too. I love this episode. <laughs> this episode Same. is really good. Fucking I, I, I feel like season two in general has been great, but the last few have really been really been rocking, rocking a stride. Um excellent opening. I think the idea of filling things with sauces and cheeses and then eating them is just a just a fun thing to to think about and talk about on a cartoon show. Yes especially like a, a cartoon show that is like 
vaguely rooted in, you know, extravagantly disgusting food. It's a nice, uh, nice just cohesion to form. Bob. I, have you guys ever, uh, if you don't mind me asking you a personal question, have you ever had like, uh, you know, dipping meat in uh, kind of like a cheese batter and then frying it by yourself? You guys had the pleasure of doing that before? Yeah. Yeah, that rocks. It, they, it uh, they used to have something like that at uh, at uh, Easy Street back uh, back in our collective uh, hometown. I don't think they have it anymore because I'm pretty sure it's the liability, but that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty it's, cool. it seems like tableside hibachi deep frying is not a not a safe thing. It can't be too safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just uh, just another thing the terrorists said from us guys. I know. On 9-11-2003. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, immediately um, fill me with barbecue sauce because I'm dumb as hell is the single greatest cold open and probably one of my favorite lines in the whole show so far. Yeah. Um, I, I laughed because the voice just sounded different. And then I was like, oh, it's, you know, whatever. Does the lab assistant have a name? Steve. Steve. Yeah. That's right. As we established in earlier episode, he goes, my name is Steve or something. And it's it's really funny. Um, my name is Jeff. But apparently that's name Jeff. Uh, what was that, Jay? Go for it. Uh, I was I was saying it was funny, but apparently not too memorable. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I I remembered it, kind of like I remember that time in Twenty Two Jump Street where Channing Tatum says his name is Jeff when it is clearly not. <laughs> my name's Jeff. All right, um, thanks everybody. Thank you for coming to the pod. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks, thanks for coming to the Jeff Cast. Uh, <laughs> next week we will have Channing Tatum. He'll talk about how his name is not Jeff. Um, I. Uh, I always got confused about that guy's name, and then uh, a guy I used to work with was like, that's really easy to remember. I just think of his name as Changing Tire, and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, there is, like, a genre of person, including George Toth, that doesn't, like, that that doesn't understand that name. Like, he always, like, thinks it's, like, Tanning Chatham or, like, something like yeah. that. It's, like, very easy to spoonerize, perhaps, like, yeah, the most – from a spooner perspective maybe the most exploitable macro there ever was um i there are home videos aren't a thing anymore i realized that when this that hit me like a ton of bricks when i watched this episode like they were at oh, this yeah. time such a thing yeah and they were even like a pretty big social vehicle like we would rather regularly get together over in your neck of the woods and make fucking home videos like funny ones right like and it's just like now we're in the era of, you know, <laughs> taping everything in real time on our phones. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, <laughs> videos aren't a thing. It's not like a, we, we document everything and it's like it's micro documentation hell, uh, you know, to stay with the micro transaction hell theme that we've been talking about the last couple episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's interesting. The thing about this recently is like the 2000s and there's some good stuff on twitter and, and the other parts of the interwebs about this that do a better justice than i can but man, there's there's so much experimentation with technology and like just weird crap out of like sony and other companies at this time and do you remember like the mini 
like mini DV cassette or something like yeah uh, for like the uh, handheld camcorder or something and then like there's like a plethora of just completely bizarre MP3 players and like that it was it was wild it was like what do we what do, what was popular in the 90s but what can we sell at like a tenth of that price with like proprietary uh, you know media that may or may not be supported in like two years it was. Man, I got to just read. I, I, next time I'm on, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that more at length or something if it makes sense. But there's some real good stuff out there. There's some real stuff that you just totally forget about. Wild time. Yeah. yeah not just another old swim show. Yeah, I mean, the rate of the rate of change in technology was much more like big, big jumps, big noticeable jumps to where like companies just kind of had to iterate at that level. Whereas like now, now there is like more of like a housing to things, right? Like things things have the same basic flesh form, but then can evolve to all, to all degrees, like internally. But back then there was like, the jumps were so steep in, in terms of like the size of the tech that like, I think that there was just that mechanically built in like every, every year or two, there was like this big crazy change. And so, yeah, mini DV tapes, man. I mean, those, those were our fucking bread and butter when we were doing those video projects back in high school. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So many video projects back in high school. I mean, like the highlight of high school for me, for sure. All the various ones and how J and I, J.I. and I just did them, even though we didn't have have to. We just like put in all this extra work just because we could. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it was like me, you and Ian, right? Like yes. For a few times. Like it, it was one of those. And had, knowing what I know now, I should have told my teenage self, like, don't worry, man. There'll be enough all-nighters in your future. But yeah, there's sometimes we were there the video lab at the nearby university until like three in the morning, four in the morning. And I which, think we just stay up. It was crazy. Which it's funny um, that you and I have been, Scott, you and I have been talking lately about, about liminal maxing because <laughs> being in that tech lab late at night was the ultimate fucking exercise in liminal maxing. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was my first, that was my first experience with that with liminal maxing for sure. The yeah, was, tech building is such a liminal space. It's great. Oh yeah, uh, that entire campus was like a big, big ass liminal space after hours. Um, yeah. Speaking of stuff that's not liminal though, like the trees in this episode just absolutely killed me. So like, funny. Oh my god, and like the ripping of flesh off of Carl's body. They're like, ah, oh, <laughs> read this. It's like I was covered in hair. It's like, oh, hold on a second, and then you see it's Carl, and the tree rips like just scan straight off of his body i just good god i <laughs> i i can't believe i like that that's real. their like it, it is actually like a weird funny joke in some ways like it, like an environmentalist joke because like it's basically what we're doing with paper <laughs> you know ripping oh nice the skin yeah. off of, of trees um yeah and and that's what the the trees are doing to carl which is uh you know uh, I guess maybe deserved in some sense. I don't know, I've, I've been reading this fucking this overstory book for ever because it's a fat fucker. But um, but but it's all about the trees and uh, and I'm 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 on the side of the trees. I, I think it's I think it's better that we just uh, we just uh, probably let them uh, convict us of crimes in their in their kangaroo courts. They're in their stupid court. Uh, I'm basically a wood-pilled tree cell. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm giving 
<laughs> giving lumbercore vibes in my in my log arc. In my log arc, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which, which is obviously that's what like, I said to my toilet this morning. <laughs> I was there was there was somewhere that could have gone and that went there. So um, I this the whole premise of this episode made me think about how like another 10 years down the line there was like the whole epic mealtime slash instagram stunt food thing where like Mm -hmm. it seems like it would have been completely fucking actually conceivable for somebody for one of these fucking grifter grifter clout accounts empires whatever of the time to like try to actually like stuff a cow with a pig and inject it with nacho cheese and deep fry it like they did, they did that yeah they did versions of it right like they never had like a full intact fully intact cow like they did here but there were definitely layers layers of it um and you know if you're getting nostalgic um if you're getting nostalgic for that moment in culture well um you don't need to be nostalgic for much longer because we're actually here to announce um we have we have teamed up with um Guy Fieri and Adam Richman and um, under the sponsorship and tutelage of, of Vice Munchies to um, announce the man versus food um, full fried beef cow challenge, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. Um, now this is going to be taking place on, on September 11th um, to this year, 2022, of the 19 year anniversary. Um, and it, we want it to be a, a day you never forget. And um, people are going to sign up on Instagram via a link that we're going to post in the show notes. And you're going to enter a lottery. And if you get picked in the lottery, you're going to get a chance to show up um, at uh, Guy Fieri's uh, yeah, American Kitchen restaurant in somewhere in New Jersey. I forget where. And uh, try to take take a slice at this this cow, and if you win, you get a uh, you get free free uh, free food at at any participating Guy Fieri restaurant the rest of your life. Thank you. Did you say slice a cow? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, more like slice of heaven with the the uh, soda can slice slime. Uh, thanks. <laughs> love that line love that line um, uh, what else do we like on this episode i oh i i love the tree that first shows up in the yard sorry i asked everyone the question that i just answered for myself uh cool oh, it's good i'm breaking the flow here but i love the tree that just shows up in their yard and master shake is just like okay and like he just destroys it <laughs> immediately like burns it down yeah uh, i love i love that shake just keeps getting served court summonses um i also yeah. love love that like if there was any doubt at all like this is the the episode that confirms that like in in canon shake is a libertarian um and i also guess i also loved how meatwad kept talking about his wife <laughs> <laughs> And the first thing that the first thing that he says when the tree foliage is taking over the house is, "Have you seen my wife?" 
it's just so <laughs> absurd it's just one of those like um very like sort of easy to miss low level dialogue things it's just like those little dialogue nuances are the fucking lifeblood of the show in 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 even the best episodes like this like even when the episode has so much stuff going on and it's so well executed on every level like they still take the the care to like make sure that every line of the dialogue is fucking priceless yeah i was a big fan of of lots of meat one lines in this one like um when when uh, uh fry when four lock uh is like <laughs> Warlock. Come on, meanwhile, we'll have a healthy Labor Day. <laughs> meanwhile, just says, Yeah, I'll do that when I'm dead. Inject me with the cheese. <laughs> like, yes. Um, probably the, guilty of saying that before. The healthy Labor Day food reminds me of the episode of uh, <laughs> there was this brief show on, I think it was either Adult Swim or Comedy Central called Man Seeking Woman that starred uh, Jay Baruchel and Eric Andre. Um, and the there's an episode where, like, the guy is about to get, Jay Baruchel is about to get married. And essentially, Eric Andre is, like, sort of, like, the, the incarnation of the devil on his shoulder. And he's, it's sort of, like, a scared straight thing where he's, like, taking him through, like, the scenarios of, like, yeah, this is what happened. This is what happens if you get married. And there's, like, a whole bus full of guys who are, like, about to be wife guys, like a prison bus. And they're walking past this couple in their front yard grilling. And he goes, oh, uh, that looks good. Cooking some, uh, cooking some hamburgers. <laughs> Eric Andre goes, those aren't hamburgers. You know what those are? What? Portobello mushrooms. <laughs> and like, <laughs> the background just fucking vomits. <laughs> portobello mushrooms it's uh, really really good um i think it is funny that the portobello mushroom like was the burger replacement for so long and like because it it is not it's like not that tasty no like at all shaped um portobello mushrooms are like second only to like sun-dried tomatoes and balsamic reduction and being like the chewiest food it's super, super chuggy 2000s uh, yeah. bullshit. I mean, I think like, I think like sun-dried tomatoes were even 90s, but, um, but yeah, like it's, it's, there's so much better meatier mushrooms uh, or like if you're not eating meat, just eat one of the like excellent fucking burger replacements that exist now. Yeah. Uh, at uh at, at veggie grill uh one of our sponsors today yeah um veggie grill we're gonna cyber bully you until you sponsor us motherfuckers um i take fucking semi-annual pilgrimages to be- veggie grill on each coast and i want to be compensated for it this is this is a call this is a call for you to fucking get your fucking affairs in order veggie grill let's do this um i love fucking the goddamn fact that the like tree cameras is such a like fucking call forward to the uh 
ubiquity of surveillance now via the internet of things again a thread that we keep pulling on over and over again the iot and how just like the surveillance state has done such a wonderful job of, of delegating its duties to just individual level consumers through these through these uh iot camera systems um i think that's it's funny <laughs> funny that they call that out yeah i'll be at ham-fistedly with the the trees tree camera <laughs> I mean, cut them in half uh, and count the rings, man. Yeah, <laughs> the ring cameras. <laughs> oh, nice. Cut them, in half, cut, cut them in half and count the fucking simply safes, dude. <laughs> when, <laughs> when the judge tree says that about Master Shake and they're trying to figure out his age, I just I died, and I, I also thought about that that Space Ghost episode where uh, the one with Dave Thomas, not the one from Wendy's, where. <laughs> He's like, uh, how I'll ask the questions like, yeah, here, How thick is my neck? Yeah, I, I just cut my my head off and count the reeds around my esophagus. <laughs> One of the best lines in the entire fucking show. Uh, <laughs> um, R.I.P. Foucault, you would have loved Simply Safe. <laughs> Fuck. Um, it's funny, actually, because we're... Um, we're partnering. I haven't told you guys yet, but we're actually partnering with Simply Safe, uh, which is our new sponsor because you sponsor every fucking shitty podcast. Apparently, um, um, we're we're partnering today with Simply Safe to to bring you. Um, it's sort of like a. Uh, it sort of is giving McDonald's Happy Meal, in that Simply Safe has these new um, has these new doorstep ornament style cameras that actually come in. Um, the shape of all all three of the aqua team characters so the, you can get the meat cam the shake cam or the fry cam beautiful thing about these they're actually much more covert than any of the previous simply safe cameras because instead of having like a little fucking cop camera on your goddamn doorbell um you just have a cool little ornament on your lawn or your uh doorstep that looks like one of these aquatines so you know people will be none the wiser they'll just think that you're a cheeky that you're a cheeky weird guy with an aquatine ornament um but you're actually watching their every move and you know sending sending footage illegally to law enforcement <laughs> i love that i love uh, that for the panopticon it's good foucault would have loved this shit man i kind of want to go like go say hey to him and be like hey we're doing this cool thing we want you to, you know, sign off on it. So maybe next, next, next episode we'll get like a Foucault, we'll get a Foucault sign on uh, on oh, this. Oh, nice, nice. Um, no, that's uh, that's that's sort of where uh, where things started and ended for me with this. This episode is just stupidly, stupidly good and a delight, and gave us a lot of stuff to talk about. In terms it's funny. Of- it's a funny one. It's a good one. J.I., do you have any final thoughts? Um, no. I I enjoy it. I'm glad that there was no actual tree video and the camera just sits on yeah. the tree yeah. camera for about 10 seconds and nothing happens. But uh, 
Yeah. So just I, gasps from the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It made me really hungry to go deep fry or flash fry some, some stuff. Thank yeah. you. Some entireties. Um, thank you for joining us. I know that things are chaos for you and we appreciate you carving out the whole time. Um, we love having you. And I love J.I. <laughs> I love J.I. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Um, yes. And obviously Culture Corner is exactly the fucking same as it was the, the prior week. There's no way there was really anything different. These have no. been, They've been cranking these out at the site like um like every week during this this period which is cool so um anything else gentlemen from the from the from the court before we adjourn this session i think that's it well thank you everybody for joining us thank you guys for joining me thank you guys for doing this thank everybody for doing everything that you do watch the show eat a fucking fried shit thank you Thank you. All right. Later. Bye. See you guys later.